Welcome to the Seasonal Practice Podcast. It's our hope that by stepping into the rhythms offered to us by the Christian calendar, we can have fresh encounters with the living God. So if you've ever been curious about what the liturgical calendar or seasons are, or how you could more deeply engage them, you've come to the right place. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to this week's installment of the Seasonal Practice Podcast. We are in week three of Lent, and we're glad to be here. Totally. Um, you know, it's been a journey through Lent, Kate and I, you and I were just talking about how it is fe- every year. It feels different, feels unique. And so wherever you are as listeners, uh, whether you're just tuning in, just learning what in the world Lent is, uh, you, you found some good company. We'll say that at least. You're not alone in wherever you are engaging or however you are engaging this season. Absolutely. Tim, before we get into this week's practice, can I read scripture for us? That sounds great. What do we have? Um, We'll be reading from Psalm 95, verses 1 and 2. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Yeah, that's such an invitation. Even just the the, come, let us sing, come, let us pray, come, let us bow down. It makes me think a little bit of our practices from last week, which Mackie talked about for us, uh, prayer walking and the intercession. One of the ways that after hearing Mackie's story, which was just so, so beautiful to hear the context of her life, um, is I felt like, where's the place where I can pray and, and intercede for those around me? And while prayer walking was something, it was just a cold week. I didn't get much walking in outside. wasn't happening. Mackie's story reminded me of a way that we I'm trying to intercede for my children in the evening. Both Allie and I are, um, we have developed this, this practice over the last week of playing at bedtime. This beautiful song by uh, the band City Alight. Maybe we can link it in the notes. Um, it's City of Light, and it's called just simply The Night Song. And it is this beautiful evening prayer that I, I heard once uh, on our, the way to our Ash Wednesday service early in the morning. And I was like, man, I just want my kids to, to hear this before they go to bed. So I've been playing it every night. And then I just tell the kids like, hey, during this, I'm praying for you. And you can just, you know, enjoy the music, listen to the words, recognize that God's God is with you through the night and stuff. So that's one way that I've been attempting to practice intercession over this past week, particularly in Lent. So this week we're moving in the backward direction and, you know, looking at what has come before us, but we're also going to be talking about that in the context of gratitude and giving thanks for all the things God's done in our lives. Yeah, so good. Yeah, backward is is uh, not necessarily it's not moving backward, but looking backward to say where where has God moved before, and how is that happening now? We get this fancy word in uh, kind of the liturgical lexicon called anamnesis, which is a Greek uh, Greek Tell term. Us what in the world that means? Yeah, yeah. So uh, anamnesis is a remembrance of God's action. Uh, on behalf of or in relationship to humanity in the past. And it's, it is brought present to us um, in terms of in God collapses time 
and is particularly seen, you know, uh, in the Catholic tradition at the Eucharist table, where there is a collapsing of past, present, and future. Um, so when I think about this, though, it's it's a it's a memorial remembrance of what God has done, knowing that that uh, Christ has done these things in flesh is indeed doing them still through the power of the Spirit and um, in in flesh, if you would, in in the Eucharist, and so um, knowing that God acts out of God's character that God is indeed acting in, in these ways in the present too. So that was a lot, uh, but there, there's a certain kind of sacramental reality to not just having a memory of the something that happened long ago, but that God's action is acting and is, is flowing out of God's eternal character. And so we can, that can be past brought present in our acts of remembrance, particularly sacramentally, uh, in the Eucharist every week. So that's one thing to just throw out there. And we'll revisit that a little bit. So, um, well, Tim, I'm, before you go on, I, I'm thinking too about one thing I hear you say a lot is that the Eucharist is a way we are part of the story. And another thing I hear you say a lot is you talk about all the saints who've come before us, um, and joining together with them. And I think whenever I think about the saints who came before us, I feel this immense gratitude for all we can learn, all they've modeled. Um, and I think that's another way, you know, we're, we're called into all of this through, again, we talk about it all the time, the repetition um, and the remembrance again, like in communion of the story um, and, and the ways we're called to be and to be together. Totally. And uh, pastor Denise here on staff list would say we're rehearsing. Yes. We're just rehearsing the story. So, uh, to make some sense of this and other things, uh, we have a special guest with us today. Uh, we have uh, Chad Thorson, is uh, one of our children's pastors here at Mars Hill. Chad, thanks for being with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having us, or uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you're here, and Chad, I know you're going to have such a great perspective on this. Um, I hope, I think, because I've seen you do it, um, working with kids. And I, I hope we can talk a little bit more about practicing gratitude in our families with children um, and maybe how they help model that too. Yeah, absolutely. So Chad, we know kind of about what you do at Marcel, but we'd love to know a little bit more about you and your story. Um, and maybe, maybe you can even tell us something that you are feeling really grateful for as we work into this gratitude practice? I've been on staff here at Mars for just over a year, um, working in with the kids ministry. Uh, before that, um, I was working at a, mostly with middle school students, but also with um, elementary students. Um, I was the guy that would come into the room when a student needed a little extra support academically. Before that, I was a stay-at-home dad for several, several years. Um, I have, my wife and I have four sons um, between high school and creeping up into middle school here in the next couple of years, so upper elementary. Um, yeah, I, it's a little cliche to say that, that I'm thankful for them, but um, 
honestly, a lot of the things that I learned and the things that I tried um, as a parent are some of the things that pay off really well uh, doing what I'm doing now. Um, and I'm just really thankful to be a part of this community um, and get the, the opportunity to do what I do on Sundays and during the week. Thanks for sharing that, Chad. Yeah. 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 Chad, would you take us into our practice this week? Our line for the week is give us today our daily bread. Um, obviously there's a, a strong food component. So mm-hmm. for the, the practice, we decided on um, eating something uh, that you find delicious, probably, probably like a like a treat food kind of thing and um just eat it really slowly and thoughtfully um so that you can kind of savor the things wonder about it a little bit um because a lot of times when we eat um it's out of like routine or habit like sometimes just thinking of food as purely fuel fuel and or like eating in the car um so this gives us an opportunity to like slow down and actually be really mindful uh, about what we're eating and who helped us have this meal Mm. um i was actually lucky enough to get to lead this practice um in kids ministry uh this past week um for a bunch of kindergartners and first graders uh, and we used cinnamon rolls um, as kind of a kind of a treat. And when we took the the tablecloth off and revealed that it's actually cinnamon rolls, the the cheering and kids freaked out. They were so happy that they were going to get to do this. Um, also, this is a, a thoughtful process, right? So we're making them slow down, and they. They just wanted to tear into the cinnamon rolls. Um, This one young lady, she was so patient. Um, And she was one of the last ones to get her, to get her cinnamon roll. Was so ready to tear into the the cinnamon roll that as I'm prompting and leading them through things uh, to think about, I would start the sentence and she would always end it with how it tastes. Like she wanted to jump to the taste right away. Um, but of course we, we were making them go slow. Um, one of the first things is, um, you know, very similar to like, if you've ever been wine tasting where you might admire or, you know, what do you notice about it? What do you see first? Um, with the cinnamon roll we talked about, you know, is it, is it bumpy? Is it smooth? Um, you know, does the icing look sticky? That sort of thing. Um, and then we asked them to, you know, give it a little sniff. What does it smell like? Um, and every time she wanted to jump to the taste. Um, but, and then we go on from there too. Like, um, how did this, we asked them to wonder about how did the cinnamon roll get here? Like, how did it get to church? Cause we don't, you know, eat all the time at church. Um, who made it? How did they get the cinnamon in the middle? Um, yeah. So it was, they were more receptive to it than I expected. Um, but it was also, it was also fun to make them wait and like eat it slowly. Um, yeah. 
and we didn't have surprisingly we didn't have a lot of grumbling or people asking for seconds it was like what they what they received and then going through the process thoughtfully um that was enough and that that was a little unexpected too i really appreciate this practice in the context of kids i'm glad you're talking about this because i think about our dinners and when i get frustrated and feel like my kids are not grateful for the meal that we prepared, you know, oh, this looks gross. This looks, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, And I think, as you said, being mindful and slowing down, just, I mean, you get so much more satisfaction, right? Maybe that's why they're not asking for seconds because you're, you're not rushing through it. I know I had to tell my son the other day not to put a whole hot dog in his mouth at once. Um, You know, and then he's, he's like, I need another one. It's like, I don't think you do it. It's just, it's not quite in your stomach yet. Um, But reflecting, taking it slowly can just build not only, you know, a better hunger (laughs) satiation. Is that, is that a word? Um, But like you said, this appreciation for where it came from, how it got there, um, And with gratitude, you know, mindfulness, there's gratitude journaling and all of this. I think that's the whole point, right? Is slowing down and saying, oh, look at, look at what we have. Look at all God has provided. Look at what he's done. Um, And I think as parents, it's good for us too, because I get, I get frustrated and I stop being grateful that we can gather around our table when I'm focused on, you know, they don't think the chicken looks good. They don't want to eat their vegetables. Um, so I, I really appreciate this context for me as a parent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody in that room baked cinnamon rolls that morning, but yet here we are enjoying them. Um, you know, this is a well that we didn't dig. This, these are trees that we didn't plant, but yet we get to we get to celebrate that. Um, yeah. So just stopping to think, like, well, who did? Like, how would? How would you even make a cinnamon roll? Like, yeah, they've got those tubes at, in the refrigerated section of the, the grocery store. But like, if I'm starting from scratch, like, what do I, I probably need some flour because it's a baked thing. And like, I know there's cinnamon in there. I don't, I assume the ice and sugar, but like, how, how do all these things come together to something so delicious? Um, yeah. 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 And I, I, I definitely feel your, your tension, Kate, for like, the mealtime stress, right? Uh, right now I have, well, we've got, we've got a crowd and a variety of, of different eaters, like uh, two teenagers. It feels like sometimes it's just about volume. Um, and then we have a son who has, he's kind of an old soul. So like um, mac and cheese and like hot dogs, does, that's not necessarily his thing. Like he'd <laughs> He'd rather have like ramen or even salad he would choose over other things sometimes. Um, so yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. You're like, there, there are times when I get frustrated um, thinking about like, you know, where did it come from? Like I went to the, well, first of all, like 
we gave up time with you to earn money so that we could have this food. We went to the store. We thought out a menu, like planned things for weeks in advance. We go and collect these things. We come home and we, we make these things for you. And then, and then you don't want to eat it. Um, but yeah. So like that, that frustration is, is, is real. Um, but yeah, hopefully if we can, if we get them to slow down and think about it a little bit and, you know, and wonder, um, hopefully that that helps um, both of us, both sides of the, the table, if you will. Yeah, and the invitation to live into the text, you know, over time, there's, we're talking some great pragmatic family things. And then also like our, our long-term formation, Chad, you had a crucial reference in there, one-liner, Deuteronomy chapter six, I heard you, you know, when the Lord, your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, filled with houses of all kinds of good things that you didn't provide, wells you didn't dig, vineyards you did not plant. And when you eat, you will be satisfied. Do not forget the Lord your God, right? So this is this, is this beautiful thing that I think uh, the invitation is to say, wow, all I have needed, you have provided. And to put our kids in a place of, of maybe showing us how then we ought to to receive the world um, and all all of its blessings, I think is a really beautiful picture. So as we gather around tables to practice this kind of gratitude, I think the the formational edges, directions are almost endless in this. I'm very, very excited for us to jump in this week. Yeah. Well, Tim, I really liked what you were saying about the, what was the the Greek word from the, the introduction? Yeah. Anamnesis. Right. So in our, our line of the Lord's prayer for this week, give us today our daily bread, Mm -hmm. right? So we're talking about, we're talking about today, which is as present as it gets. Um, And you're asking for something, but you're only asking because you know, because you can remember all the days before that you were fed, Mm -hmm. that that you were given what you needed. Um, So I have confidence in, in asking for today. And today soon becomes tomorrow. So you're going to be asking again. So you're thinking about all the things that have happened in the past, what that means for me today and how it's going to affect my, my future all in one short little, what is it? Six, six word sentence. Yes. Um, and, yeah. and, then, and how this then prompts us to pray, right? So we get these, these two prayer journal prompts, one, which references Mark chapter 10, where Jesus asks this astounding question, what would you like me to do for you? And then this, this second prompt where uh, the question is then, what things could you devote yourself over time to pray for with tenacity? And so um, I, I, I'm looking forward to these kind of being some prayer outworkings. And it's like, well, how do those connect to gratitude? Well, I also think that as you're talking, Chad, about uh, recalling God's faithfulness, in, in the provision, we get a chance to be those who receive uh, the Eucharist weekly at our particular congregation, maybe wherever you're, you're listening from, you do too. But that kind of regularity begins to form in us. Or maybe we ask it as a question, how then does God's weekly provision at the table form in us an expectancy of faith and you know, an imagination then? So that we can pray for provision with with great hope and and faith 
because God continues to bring us uh, God's good gifts each week at the table, which hearken us back anemnetically into God's provision over the centuries for God's people. Yeah, I think I think the more often that you're met there at the table and that you're you're provided for and you're nourished um yeah that like that that builds up in a bank and you you grow grow more confident and um you're you're allowed to when you have that security your imagination is is allowed to go a little bit more and you can dream a little bigger well yeah Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think you're able to see things uh a little differently and you're you with that um, the imagination that you're talking about you can picture a better world um ways that we can we can change things um and i think that's uh directly directly related to um the confidence um, that we have in God, the way we've been met at the table um, and provided for there. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. One thing I was thinking about, Chad, too, is we're kind of going back to the prayer practice, so back to a different table. Um, yeah. This idea of gratitude with specificity and, you know, I, my youngest likes to, at dinner time just say, thank you for God, amen, if he's really hungry. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for God too, but, you know, what, what can we see in front of us, right? So it's, you know, thank, thank you for this food. Um, but maybe as you're praying this week, it's, you know, I'm so thankful for this meal. And then you think that, you know, my parents brought over because... I didn't have to prepare a meal tonight and it gave me time to do, you know, just kind of chasing that down um, and and thinking about why we're grateful. And, you know, that expands so quickly. I'm grateful for this food. I'm grateful for my parents who I'm I'm in relationship with. I'm grateful for this extra time I get with my kids. Um, I'm grateful that it's a more relaxed evening because I didn't have to cook. Um, and again, I think you you mentioned mindfulness early on. You know, it's it's all tied together in that, um, and it just opens up so much space to recognize, again, over and over, the gifts that that God provides for us every day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Mars Hill Grand Rapids. It's for those that don't know. Um, in kids, we do have a, a small meal every Sunday, and so. <laughs> one one thing that I love is that we we get to pray for these things specifically, um, and one of the lines in the prayer that we try and use every week um, is you know thank thank you for the food before us and thank you for the the friends around us, um, and you know we're just asking God that that both of those things would be nourishment and uh, give us strength for our work in the kingdom. Um, so yeah, it's not just the food a lot of times when we're when we're gathered together, but it's also the people that we're gathering with. It's really beautiful. And and I think of the rhythm before us this week 
in Lent as we approach this this third week or in the middle of the third week of give us this day our daily bread. So we cultivate gratitude for what you provided, God, then allows us to then pray with boldness and tenacity and hope, which then makes us even more thankful. And there's kind of beautiful cyclical rhythm uh, that we're invited into. I'm, I'm really thrilled to jump into it. And with you, our listeners and our, our entire community, as we do that, Chad, is there a, a prayer or blessing you could offer for us all as we wrap things up today? Almighty God, source of all mercies, we, your servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you've made. Uh, we bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. We pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise not only from our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Chad. And thanks yeah. for joining us. Well, yeah, thank you. Thanks for, thanks for having me. It was great. And with that, friends, and in that spirit, the many mercies of God as you practice well this week, and we'll catch up with you soon.